You know what, I'm never one to try and impress people. You know, I, I am who I am. I walk in and you'll be impressed when you see what I deliver. So we're going to pick your brain on marketing then. Woo-hoo. Okay. Because you're a marketing expert. How many times do you post? Like, what should I do? Should I be posting? What should things should I be posting on LinkedIn? Closing a sale is all about a relationship. So how did you pick up your biggest clients? What did you do for those? You normally would put the card in front of you in a meeting. You're not going to stick it in your back pocket, you know, or, you know, like just... In the K-pop industry that I'm super a part of, they do voices like 24 seconds. You know, you don't go in with your big heart style immediately, but you just kind of open that door and then you keep that lead warm if it's something that you want to develop. Welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast, featuring Mim, Fez and Beef, also known as Miriam, Talitha and Ferial. We are three sisters building our mini sister empire and bringing you on the journey. We're passionate about learning and growing from those that have been there, done that, ticked the box, won the prize and have the scar. Real people, real stories, we uncover their secrets to how they are living their best lives and push through their lows. Dream the impossible and make it your reality. One life, the critics, you've got a sisterhood that want to see you slay. Hi and welcome to the Sisters That Slay podcast. We have a very special guest, Renee Rose. Welcome. Yeah, Renee. And (laughs) I have one of my beautiful sisters. Yes. Hey. (laughs) Hey, it's your girl, Ferial. Turn that perfectly, Miriam. (laughs) I just like to keep you on your toes there. So Renee is a powerhouse woman who literally packed up everything and moved to Australia from South Africa three years ago. She has an awesome business, is an amazing person, is a mum, and I've learned so much from working with her for the last three years. Got such a bubbly personality as well. So we are so very privileged to have you today. Oh, thank you, Miriam. That's a lovely introduction. Yeah. And are you ready? Yes. Okay. So we like to start it off with some, you know, just light getting to know yous. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do have a question though about your name. It is like the coolest name Mm. ever. Renee Rose. Yeah. Um, is Is this your married name or did you have really cool parents? I chose a husband with that name so that I could have that cool name. (laughs) I searched long and hard to get that. (laughs) So there you go. Anyone looking for a husband? (laughs) (laughs) Number one attribute, their surname. Oh, I love it. Um, Now, your favourite childhood celebrity crush. Mm. So I was thinking about that Mm -hmm. and I would say Wham. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Giving away my age here. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had a big crush on on the boys in Wham and I mean I did, we didn't have any idea that they were gay. <laughs> well, now when you look at Club Tropicana's drinks are free, you can obviously realize that and, you just didn't um, know. Your favorite song? Do you want to sing Oh, a few? yeah, oh. sing it. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Well, we have to guess I it. I don't know who Wham. I like I can't remember their songs. Wake me up oh, okay. before you go, go, go. go. Wake me yeah. hanging on. Oh, this is our karaoke yes. song. <laughs> this is our oh, next karaoke yes, song. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, your favourite movie? Um, I don't really have a favourite movie. 
Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, watch, I'm watching series. Okay. So oh, I like the series? Peaky, Peaky Blinders. Yeah, I Peaky watch Blinders. Yeah. What If. And now currently I'm watching Formula, Formula One Drive to Survive. Very good. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Put that those down are, on our list. I've heard, definitely mm. heard of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> I write it down now. Mix it up. <laughs> and yeah. anything that you're currently obsessed by before, besides this Formula One? Well, it, I am actually obsessed with the Formula One because okay. when you watch this, you mm-hmm. realize like how hectic that sport is. It's like a business. Yeah. So when you're watching that, so now I'm Googling all these drivers and yeah. finding out all about them and where they are now. And so all of a sudden I'm doing all of that. We actually didn't watch Formula One before, but now I'm really keen on it. You're like a total grid girl here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> grid girl. Grid girl. Absolutely. Without the hot pants. <laughs> no, with the hot pants. <laughs> And favourite dish that you love to cook? Uh, I love cooking a roast lamb. Oh, Mm. yes. And then I like to pretend I'm Greek. So then we go all out and have, you know, tzatziki and hummus and little tomato salads. And yeah, so that's my favourite meal to cook. You got me hungry just talking Mm. about those things. Delicious. And your number one travel tip? My number one travel tip is to travel light. Mm. But it's not something that I do personally, <laughs> but I always try to travel light <laughs> and I've yet to wear everything that I pack in. <laughs> oh, that, that is so the challenge. True. I was yes. in the Whit Sundays for like, and I thought, yeah, I just packed so many dresses, like, oh, new dress, new dress, new dress. So sometimes it does have its advantages. Mm. Because if you don't, you'll find that there's always that one thing that you're missing mm. Mm. and then you have to go shopping. Mm. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> and your favourite quote? My favourite quote is trust life because everything always works out in the end. Oh, I love that. Mm. That's beautiful. It's going to be my new little... Trust life. Yeah, trust life. Trust is life. that a bit of a web? Is that <laughs> choose life or something for you? Trust they life. should have made a song about <laughs> yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, okay. All righty, cool. And I'm always interested in like peak performance, productivity. I kind of never switch off. So mm. do you have any daily rituals that you've incorporated into your life? But, my daily ritual is I like to have a coffee. Yes. Mm. It's like it really is my thing since I've been, especially since I've been living here. So, so how I do you, like doing how do you that. have your coffee? I have a flat white oh, with okay. lionel milk. Oh, yes. Oh. Large. Yes, bit of lactose. And I like to have that on my, on my way to work, in my car, listening to music, drinking a coffee, and then I just sort of get into the zone for the day. Listening to the mornings, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to Wham. <laughs> I listen to all kinds of music, really. Yeah. I've got and like any the K-pop? most ridiculous <laughs> playlist no. ever. You, so this is on Spotify you're going to play Spotify, with? Oh, what's yeah. your playlist? Okay. Oh, it's cool. just like a. I've got a, a couple of mixed ones. So I've got mm. South African music, then I've got top charts, then I've got love songs. Oh, got oldies. Yeah, I've got a whole mix of stuff. That's awesome. Wow, that yeah. sounds good. Now cool. you run a business called Positive. Yeah. Where did the name come from? I think. When I think about myself, I think I'm a very positive person. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think that things will work out. I always think that there's. I always say any problem can be solved unless you're dead. You know. Yeah. Um, you can overcome every anything that's that life gives you and the idea is to bring that positivity into your clients business and to help them grow on a positive curve and ma- make them be seen in a positive light so yeah. it all just tied together for us cool. and did Love you it. start that business in South Africa or in Australia where did it where did it originate I started in South Africa just before I left because I knew I was coming here and I wouldn't 
know anybody and so I decided to start a little agency there get my network together so that when I come over I've got a network there that I can utilize to make business happen here Mm, so pretty much just before I came Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was the whole reason for starting your bit bu- like what was the reason for starting your business? I think I've always actually wanted to have my own business. I've just never had the guts to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. I was in that secure employment situation, getting your paycheck every month and your pension sorted out. And so it was really, it was like, well, I'm moving to a different country. And like, you know, if ever there's a, a time where you just like your whole life's going to be upside down, it's like right now. So just do it. You know? yeah. Hats on you. So tell us about this business. Tell us what it is, who it is. Tell us all about it. Okay, so my background is manufacturing. So I worked for an industrial gearbox company. So it sounds like a very unsexy product, but Mm-mm. I absolutely <laughs> fell in love with that industry. I came from a consumer industry into this engineering industry, and I just absolutely loved it because the people are so genuine. The products are so smart. You know, it's like doing things every day in your in your life. You are encountering these wonderful inventions, but you don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. And to me, they were like the Cinderella of the of the marketing industry. They've got this wonderful story to tell and nobody tells that story. And that's really the type of marketing that I like doing. Mm. So. Uh, our, cl- our clients are, are mostly manufacturers, industrial sort of companies. Uh, we do have others as well, but that kind of is primarily who most of our clients are. And we provide the full marketing service. So some of them don't have a marketing person. So often in those companies, you do find that. And then I provide an outsource service. So anything that a marketing manager would have done for them, I do. Alternatively, they just cherry pick from my services so they could have PR, social media, creative design, content creation, events, exhibition management, you know, whatever it is that they require. Mm-hmm. And hats off to you because starting a business is not the easiest of things to do, mm. but you're in a new country and you've decided to start a business. Yeah. Like what, what did you do when you got here to sort of create a name for yourself and start building those networks? Well, actually, I used LinkedIn. Yes. Um, I've, I realized that, you know what, people are just people. And somewhere, actually, a lot of people are connected to each other. So I started looking at who do I know from South Africa that works in companies that are also here. And then through that, those networks, start exploring who I could contact locally. So that's what I did. And I just did introductions to myself. I did do cold calling, which is a scary thing sometimes, you know, mm. pick up the phone and say, hi, <laughs> I'm here. Can I do something for you? And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's quite daunting. You kind of have to psych yourself up to do it. But mm. in the end, you know, you there are many very nice people who actually don't mind talking to you and who know where you come from. You know, mm-hmm. they've also been there before. So that's what I did. And then I met people, you know, I just put myself out there and I just decided, look, I have to make friends. I don't have any family here except for my my husband and my daughter. And I just needed to make a whole new circle. So I just took myself out of my comfort zone and yeah. yeah. Well done. Credit Cold calling's to you. tough, yeah. but we love it, don't we? Yeah. We love mm. it. Any love tip hate. any tip on <laughs> um, getting past the gatekeeper with your cold calling? Ooh. 
oh, you have to be, well, first of all, if you can, rather do the research behind the scenes. You know, oh, that's Google good is like, I don't know what we ever did before we had Google. Yeah. But like, you know, you can pretty much find out a lot on that company's website. Yeah. You can Google people. You can find them on Facebook. You can find them on LinkedIn. And then if you know who you're going to speak to, that makes it easier. You know, so when you true. call and say, hi, can I speak to Susie Quattro, you know, they'll be like, oh, yeah, you can speak to her. Uh, but but alternatively, you know, um, yeah, you just have to be really engaging with them, you know, yeah. uh, appeal to their sort of sense of, you know, you, you sometimes you just have going to get an email address out of them, mm-hmm. which is fine. You know, you're not going to get everyone. And when you LinkedIn message people, are you like, how do you engage in a conversation with them on LinkedIn? Normally, I would just say, look, you know, I, we're in the same industry. You know, I've had a look at your company and your profile, which obviously you should have done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd like to connect with you and see if there's any opportunities in the future. You know, you don't go in with your big heart cell immediately, but you just kind of open that door and then you keep that lead warm if it's something that you want to develop. Also in my business, because it's a very personalized service, I don't have 30 clients. I'm quite selective about who I work with. And, um, you know, so it's also about choosing the right people to work with. And luckily, I only work with nice people. (laughs) (laughs) So how did you pick up your biggest clients? What did you do for those? Well, what I did was I had a connection in South Africa where I had done some work for them before. And then I found this person from the local company on LinkedIn yeah. Um, so wrote him a message, say, look, I did work for your South African counterpart. I'd really like to just have a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. And then I gave him a call. Yeah. And they were actually on the verge of signing with another agency. They already had their contract and everything drawn up. And I said, look, they were in Sydney. I said, can I just come see you? And, you know, I just uh, want to meet with you and you can make up your own mind. It's all fine. Mm-hmm. And he said, fine. And I went over and I did a presentation and I showed him what we'd done for their South African company and yeah then just he gave me a chance and it's really I owe him a lot and uh, he's got a very dear place in my heart because he's the first person who really gave me that opportunity and from there I met a lot of people through him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got on a plane, flew to Sydney and you're working so they're a Sydney-based company is that right? They're a Sydney-based company. Has that had its challenges working from Adelaide or you've been fine with it? It's actually been fine you know they uh, most companies don't need to see you all the time Mm -hmm. and you know we speak on the phone and they've got branches all over and I work with people in all their different branches I often don't see them Um, so I travel when they need me um, and for special events and special meetings I'll go but most of the time we do Skype we do phone calls we do emails everything gets done yeah world is actually pretty small yeah. Mm. And why did you come to Australia? I know, you know, I was here and everything like oh, that. Oh, yes, <laughs> and I'm so lucky to meet the sisters. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, we were, we were pretty famous. So vibrant, <laughs> so bubbly, love it. Yeah, but, um, what was the reason for coming to Adelaide in particular? Well, my husband's always wanted to come to Australia. Mm-hmm. So that's always been his dream to do it. And, uh, and then he said, well, we're doing it. So yeah. he came over on his own first. He was here for nine months. 
because I was a little bit stubborn. I said, oh, well, I knew he was bad at admin, so I never thought he could pull it off. <laughs> I left like, it off to him. I said, Joshua, you it. do it as long as you do the admin, you know, then I'll come, okay. Anyway, and he did manage to pull it off. And he came over and he got a job and he got a school for our daughter. He got a place to stay. And well, then I had to come. Yeah. And I was actually blown away by the place when I got here because it's not a place I ever thought of coming to, but it's just an absolutely beautiful place mm. and the Whereabouts people are lovely. Whereabouts were you from in South Africa? Johannesburg. Ah, cool, cool, mm. cool. And now Yay. we live at the sea and there we lived inland so yeah. it's just wonderful and what? Adelaide is, yeah, Adelaide, we had to come to Adelaide, we were state sponsored but yeah. we're not sorry, we really love it. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been coming yeah. across amazing South Africans that have all had to come to Adelaide because yeah. of the rules here. The I'm government like, yeah. wants people to come I here know, and we say, here. Hell yes, we yeah. all come. When did you come over? What year? I came in December 2015. Yeah. yeah. Now, I know a little bit about your family situation. Was that a tough move to have to come to South Africa? I mean, come to Australia with family still in South Africa? It was very tough. Mm. Yeah, that is my that is my hardest thing. Who Who's still there? Hang on, I miss something. So I have there. a daughter and a son. Yeah. Who are... Um, grown up yeah. and who live in, in Johannesburg. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So you got three of them. Yeah, three yeah. children. Okay. And yeah. then we have our daughter who's just turned 14 with us here. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, there you go. Wow. What has got you through the challenge of being away from um, family? We talk on the phone uh, very often. Like my daughter and I talk almost every day. Yeah. My son and I, my boys, they don't like talking to people, but like we WhatsApp. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, message on WhatsApp. We WhatsApp and do voices. Thank goodness for voices. Oh. They're so lovely. And yeah. and so Wait, lo- what is voices? A voicey, a voice note on WhatsApp. Oh, oh yeah. You will love <laughs> that, Farrell. Yeah, I know. I do know what. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've never heard of it called being vo- voices before. Oh, no, but we're in Australia now. We make everything small. Yeah. Pokies. Actually, do you know what, voicey, though? On Korea, Aussie, in, Aussie. In, in the K-pop <laughs> industry that I'm super a part of, they do voices like 24 seconds. So I know exactly what you're talking about. It mm. hasn't, hasn't hit me yet, but maybe we'll start trying, Miriam. What do you K-pop? Be, is that K-pop? What is no, that? That's a love heart. <laughs> to know what you're doing. I don't even know what K-pop oh, is. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> so you actually also work with your family as well. Was that you've got a few family members that also work with you? We love hearing yes. about working with family because we love it so much. Yes. <laughs> Look how successful so it is. Who do you work with? Tell us. So my daughter is uh, in the business with me. She, yeah. Which one? The eldest one. Yeah. And how yeah. old is she again? She's 30. Okay. Oh, she's 31, actually. She had a oh. birthday. Oh, happy um, birthday. Yes. So there we go. I have, she, I'm going to just put up to the camera soon. That's oh, right. this is your daughter yes. that's working with yeah. you. Yeah. Gorgeous. Where well, is I'm it sure going to go? Beautiful Presley. Oh, my go. word. Check out this wedding dress. Yeah, that's Renee's. This whole what wedding. was her name? Chrisley. Chrisley. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Beautiful. Seriously, check out Renee's Facebook and just yeah. have a look. Is it's that like pure wedding gold? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. The, the, the dress was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so pretty much she helps me. She does yeah. uh, PR and writing content for me. And she's like a little mini me. Yeah, awesome. she just gets Cloning me. Yourself. You know, Great. It's, yeah, I didn't really think it would ever work out like that, but I'm so lucky now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she just gets what I want. She knows what to do. And she's super on the ball and very fast. She's very energetic. Yeah. She does like a million things 
a day, you know. So there's a time difference where you're going yes. to sleep and she's working or yeah. what, how, how does that That's happen? That's right, yes. So basically, uh, you know, when I'm working, I'm sending her all the emails of things I need done and when she wakes up, then she starts doing it. When I wake up, it's back in my inbox. Yeah. And I wake up and there's little voices or WhatsApp uh, texts yeah. or stuff as well, you know, and normally we will call each other. She's an early bird. She goes to gym in the morning. So mm. we have a, a catch up in the morning n- normally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we do. Wow. Um, so she's really an int- integral part of my business. Um, Mum and daughter team. Yeah. yeah. Love Very it. good. Two bus babes. And then mm. I've got my husband who does uh, social media for me. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He's very good. He's very thorough. So and he makes me look good. <laughs> <laughs> and he has to. <laughs> we love people, family members that help you make you look good. Yeah. So. That's it. Uh, my son's pretty smart. He um, So he's a, uh, a software programmer mm-hmm. and he actually works in uh, IoT. So that's the Internet of Things, which mm-hmm. is very hot now Yes, in my industry. So he's helped me a lot on, on content for, for that topic. Ah. And then, of course, if I mess up my computer, he knows how to help me. Yeah. yeah. Is that I do? So you, a lot of your clients, is, is it sort of a male-dominated industry? Oh, or yes. How very have you, much. Have you had to break glass ceilings in that side of things or do you walk into conferences where there's a whole lot of men or how do you? Yeah, there's always men. There's mm. hardly any, very few women, you know. Yeah. It's not that they don't like women. It's just I suppose that it's a slow growth area, mm. you know, and there may just not be that many women who was interested in that type of field. Yeah. But you know what? I'm never one to try and impress people. You know, I, I am who I am. I walk in and you'll be impressed when you see what I deliver. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to jump up and down and say, hey, hey, look at me, give me, you know, can you see what I do? You know, mm-hmm. I never do that. Yeah. And so I find that in the end, what you deliver is actually what delivers the respect that they have for you. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's great. And so just tell us quickly, do you have any family business tips and how to survive working yeah. with family? sorry put you on the spot I see how Miriam's giving me a little smile (laughs) say good things now (laughs) (laughs) now you know what actually I I I feel that working with your family is an amazing privilege Mm -hmm. you know and I mean I look at you girls all over social media and all the (laughs) things you get up to it's I just was saying to Miriam earlier how privileged you are to have Mm. each other you know and your family has got your back Yes. There's the person you can rely on. You know, they're not going to drop you in it. They're not going to make you look bad. They are going to do their best to, you know, help you shine. Yeah. That's really what I find with family. Mm. It's like so people true. you can trust. Yeah. Um, so f- in my opinion, doing business with your family, you know, there's, there's no better way. Yeah, no brainer. For me. It's oh, all right. That's, that's beautiful. That's and good. do you sort of have boundaries around like the weekend, you don't talk about work or anything like that or it's just all meshed yeah. into life? We we don't really have to make any boundaries. You know, we we talk about it if we have to, but on weekends pretty much especially since i'm here and of course i work from home often i've learned that i need to switch off because especially Mm. in the beginning when i just got here i was working 24 7 because i was awake and then i was awake because south africa was awake and i didn't want to miss out on anything and i was checking my mails and i was like you know and like 
in the morning I'm waking up like half dead. So, <laughs> and then on the weekend I walk past that laptop and I'm like, no, I've got to do something, you know, yeah. because I felt like I, I had to get ahead. Yeah. But now I've just realized, you know, what? Like in this job, it's never finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always another thing to do. So yeah. we just switch off on the weekends if oh, we can. And what has been um, one of the most challenging times in your life and how did you get through that? I think moving here was probably one of my most challenging times Mm -hmm. because it was very easy to be invisible. You know, in where you come from, people know you, you know everything. Yeah, you know, everything was brand new. Even when you go to the supermarket to buy your groceries, it's like taking you an hour longer because you don't even know what you're buying half the time. You know, so everything was new and different. You, this shop, hang on, wait. It was different in the shopping centers as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, you know, you, you would buy a certain brand of something okay. and now yeah. you're going there, you're reading every label because, and that's actually how you see if marketing is good. It's yeah. Like, oh, I like this one because yeah. I like the message or mm-hmm. I like the packaging or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was a really big adjustment and to make friends. Um, but Adelaide is a really friendly place. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you, you go to the chemist, you've got a headache, you just want a paracetamol and then the lady's asking you, so, you know, have you had it checked out by a doctor since when have you had this headache? Have you tried acupuncture? You know, like, <laughs> so, you know, you know if, you're, if you're willing to just smile and, and have a chat to somebody, mm-hmm. you know, you, you won't be lonely here. So. Yeah. Yeah. And when you had your down days or like was there something that you did or like how did you get through those sort of down days where you're like, why did I move across? <laughs> I, I go to the beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's just, it's such a tonic. Yeah. yeah. The sea is just the most, ama- it's got the most amazing healing power for me. Yeah. Yes. Just walk on that sand and smell the sea and just that is, that's an amazing experience. It's mm. a real privilege. We do have one of the best beaches here. Yes, What's your favourite beach? Brighton. Yes. Oh, of yeah. course. Represent. Yeah, absolutely. We are all South people, though. <laughs> people from yeah. the South. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to pick your brain on marketing then. Woo-woo. Okay. Because you're a marketing expert. So first of all, tell us about one of your most uh, effective marketing campaigns that you've worked on. So one of the campaigns that I really like was um, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. We had a client who was a Japanese client, Japanese company. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, people actually don't know people from Japan. Mm. There's oh, not wow. a lot of Japanese people in South Africa. Do you so, have like restaurant, like Japanese restaurants in South Africa? Well, they have sushi, okay. you know, but they don't, it's it's very small. Okay. Um, anyway, so we had all these Japanese people coming over for the opening of the building and a big function. And we had all these South African people we didn't know anything about Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. And so we embarked on this campaign where we actually um, made a little character. And like he would, well, you know, we used him in an educational campaign about how would you greet them? What is mm. good etiquette in business? Um, you know, a few greetings that you could use or a few things you could say in Japanese mm. because it's a very respectful culture. Yeah. And so we didn't want anyone to be, you know, sort of South Africans are kind of wild and crazy half the time. So we mm. just thought, well, you know, really? let's just give them some tips. <laughs> and that also made them feel more confident. What were these? I'm like super key. What are these uh, tips on business? No, for like for example, yeah. if you get a business card, yes, you know, for to, Japanese like, people, two hands. use two hands and two yeah. you need to show respect to that, co- you know, to that card because that right. person is giving you that as a sign of, you know, I'm 
think you're important enough. I'm giving you my card. We can do business together. Mm-hmm. And so you normally would put the card in front of you in a meeting. You're not going to stick it in your back pocket, you know, or, oh. you know, like just throw yeah, it in your just, handbag. Yeah. Or, you know, I usually <laughs> I would, right, totally would that. do. <laughs> so you don't do that, yeah. you know, because it doesn't show respect. Oh, okay. So there were things like that, that yeah, you know, beautiful. which was, uh, yeah. which we sort of taught them. And it was really successful. Everyone had a, a lot of fun with it. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, and deals got cool. done, is that right? Yeah, deals got done. Close, close everyone the was deal. Inspect, yeah, everyone yeah. was impressed. It was great. Oh, well and done. What mistake? So let's talk about small businesses. Yeah. Um, what mistake do you think small businesses are making with their marketing? Hmm. I think one of the things is you know just throwing money at it. Mm. Yeah, and not thinking about where you're doing it. Um, the other thing is just being busy very busy, but actually not achieving anything. Um, I think you need to give a lot more thought about where you put your energy, because especially in a small business, like sometimes we feel like we just have to be busy. We just got to get on with it, you know? But it's like, what are you actually doing? You know, are you adding value? Um, You know, is it something that people want to hear? Are you just kind of spamming it to be all over the place? So it's just about like not diluting your brand. So that's one of the, the tips that I would give to smaller businesses. And also you don't have a lot of resources and a lot of time, mm. you know, so decide what you're going to put your, your efforts behind. So you guys do social media and you do it mm. really well, you know. That's your vehicle. <laughs> I kind of feel like you've made me I'm like everything you no, said. No, no, I don't, no, I don't think so. I really don't think so. No, I mean, that is your thing is the social, mm. the social media space. Mm. That's what you're doing. And yeah. so from a LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, like, Snapchat. What's your philosophy on? There's so many out there. What's your sort of philosophy on what we should be using? YouTube. Ah, well, I I like LinkedIn mm-hmm. because mm. of the the business angle of LinkedIn, and we've seen a lot of success on LinkedIn for many of our clients. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Facebook space depends on the kind of clients you have. You know, whether you're going to go with the Facebook space. Yeah. Um, I haven't explored Twitter very much because the kind of business that I'm in, you know. We're not Kim Kardashian. We're not making news every minute, you know, well. not getting a Botox here and there. <laughs> I know. So it's like it, we don't have that much to say, but yeah. if we have events, then we do use Twitter. Yes. And YouTube is very successful because of people like watching videos. Mm-hmm. More and more people don't have time to read. Like, yeah. you know, and your first lines, the introduction of whatever you have has to really grab a person for Ooh, them to go any, further into looking into that. examples or some good hooks that we that you can start off with? Um, well, if I look at the news, you know, they're always yeah. like, you won't believe. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe, you that's good. You won't believe, you know, what this person has done or whatever. So then you always end up like looking and then afterwards sometimes, you're, sometimes, you're, yeah. sometimes you're disappointed, like, yeah, <laughs> fell for it again. But people again. often fall for it, you know. Yeah, they like, do. You won't I do. <laughs> so I always look at those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. No, that's good. And what is the most interesting campaign that you've worked on? Oh, I think... Uh, yeah, there's many. The bees. <laughs> question. I like the bees one. Oh, the, oh, bees. the bees one. Yes, okay, of yeah. So we had um, we had a client, and their product was systems, IT systems, and they wanted to show um, how systems work together. So mm-hmm. they had, like, for example, a honeycomb with a bee. Um, they had like when you put a stone into water and it causes ripples, the effect that that has. So we had to do photography of all of this. 
Oh. So we had like, we found this bee comb. We found a, unfortunately a dead bee, but I suppose it had to be a dead bee for a photo shoot. Um, you know, we had a bucket with water and we were dropping the stone in there. We made these most wonderful photographs wow, yeah. um, for this photo shoot. And then they ended up blowing them up and putting them on billboards and on wow. windows and just in adverts. I used them all over the world. Yes. And wait, photos. this was to demonstrate systems. Yes. Is that right? IT yeah. systems. Like IT how systems, systems love yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. So thinking yeah. outside the box. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's very cool. Mm. And what's your number one secret to closing a sale? Mm. Closing a sale. A closing a sale is all about a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about whether you have whether you and this person are connecting or not. Yeah. That often is the case. You know, you can be more expensive, you can be less experienced, you could be all of those things. If you have the relationship and the connection with that person, you're gonna close that deal. And sometimes you and this client or potential client may actually not be for each other. So yeah. sometimes you also gotta, you know, think about that. I have had clients that hasn't been for me or I haven't been for them. Um, but that's fine, you know. Mm. In the end, our, our type of relationships and, and business and yours as well is very long term. Yeah. So you do want to feel like you have a connection, you understand that person and you can talk to them. Yeah. And how do you get over that rejection if there's a no? Um, what do you do? Oh, I cry and eat a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, you know what? I just, I, I just think that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. there's, there's only so much of me that I can give. Yes. And best I put it towards some something where I can make a difference yeah. rather than flogging a dead horse. Mm. Mm. That's cool. And yeah. here you go. Uh, so I was just thinking, so is there any moment that really stands out for you in this whole journey with your business? Yeah, what's or been any, a like, standout? Wow moments for you? Well, I was, I was nominated for a Women in Industry Award and I was really blown away because, like, I just never think – too much about what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm very much behind the scenes. This is my mm. first podcast. Like I'm putting clients yeah, do this and it. I'm like, I never do this stuff. I'm always in the now background. You know, now you know. <laughs> and I'm always telling them, remember when you go on, this isn't this you should do. You know, it's I want to hear what you tell people before they go on a podcast. What do you tell them? No, you know, like don't spit in the mic and you oh, know, don't hold like too this. tight. And like, <laughs> you know, don't bang. Yeah. Don't you know, bang. you know, make eye contact. Uh, and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't talk too fast and yeah. all these sort of things. I'm all thinking, the things oh. we do. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all women. If we yeah. don't talk fast, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's cool. mm. and um, pro- uh, project manager vision 1000. Have I got yeah. it all? Site for all. A I was researching your LinkedIn. Okay, now I've got it. Site yes. for all. Tell us about that because I was going through your LinkedIn and you're very passionate about this. Yes, I am very passionate about this. Uh, Sight for All is is actually a local organization and they fight blindness in developing countries by actually training the doctors in those countries to to do the the surgery and the work themselves. So it's a private uh, uh, NGO. Yes. And um, yeah, I just, I started working with them because Vision 1000 is a project that they have which says that for less than a cup of coffee a day, you can make a difference to people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I uh, pretty much just got involved doing some marketing for them. And now I'm just one of their patrons and go to their functions and, you know, just promote them as much as I can because I really believe in the work that they do. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. And 
Farrah wants to ask a LinkedIn question. Yes, yeah, so Alessia, ah. I'm very impressed that you're using LinkedIn. Yeah, Renee's and I, my top supporter on LinkedIn. Uh, I don't really, like <laughs> I haven't really dwelled into that space. You know, I'm a little bit of a spammy type of person, so I've just been spamming it. Um, but how it's should, nice. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> um, but like, I'm, I'm intrigued. Like how many times do you post? Like, what should I do? Should I be posting? What should things should I be posting on LinkedIn? Well, on LinkedIn, the thing is to be consistent. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I'm not, I myself, I'm not always very how, consistent. So how many actually. times are you posting? But for a client, yeah. we would normally post two or three times a week. Yeah. Yes. We wouldn't do more than that. Yeah. Um, and we actually plan a content calendar. So yeah. we'll say, okay, like what's happening, what's in the news. Sometimes it can be, and then you, you, you've got according to topics. So you'll have maybe motivational stuff, you'll have project stuff, you'll have uh, corporate news, events. Um, you know, like when you're doing a podcast like this, yeah, you could yeah. put it on there as well. Um, yeah. So, I mean, in, in uh, case studies, business success stories, yeah. that yeah. type of stuff you would put on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, I've been personally doing a challenge yeah. at the moment. You're doing really well. What's um, your challenge? Someone just challenged me to post every day on LinkedIn. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm posting on the weekdays. Spare much? No, <laughs> I'm trying to create engaging content. Oh, okay. Because I post a lot on Facebook and Instagram and then I've always been like, oh, I've got to post something professional on LinkedIn. What do I post about? <laughs> yeah, um, that's so, so true. So it was just like, okay, well, I'm going to tweak my content a little bit and see what sort of engages mm. with people. So I'm on a 30-day challenge right now. And what are you and what are like you three? finding people are engaging with? Um, you commented on my values. Oh, yes. so I spoke about values. Are you doing videos or written? Uh, I'm going to put doing? some videos on there too. Photos, yeah. videos or I written? Did, I've done videos. I'm, I'm doing a whole lot of different things. I'm just posting it out okay. and seeing what happens, seeing my results from 30 days. Oh, okay. But the only thing I'm not doing is um, I've decided to get off most of my feeds, so I'm not really engaging with other people. Uh. Um, on there, which would probably help me out mm. if I was to engage a little bit more than just post. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that which would Renee help actually does extremely it well. Actually, yeah, it, that would help everything. Though. Yeah, yes. that's how you get seen. Also, mm. you know, I often see if you if you've liked something or or posted something, then um, you may find that contacts of that person, Miriam's contacts actually has contacted me. Yeah. yeah. So so sometimes that's that's good, you know. It's not always good. Sometimes it's just people who want business from you or whatever. That doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we're all we're all in the game where sometimes we want business from somebody. It doesn't matter to me if somebody contacts me for that reason. But yeah, you you do get to know people like that. And if you're looking for something, you go in your network and you search for for that type of person. Mm -hmm. You'll probably find you've got someone in your LinkedIn network who can do just about anything for you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's great. So I'm loving this 30-day challenge, Miriam. Should we put it out to the audience to get on board mm. what, what were you on the it's, stage it's 30 day challenge except from weekends so just except during for weekends yeah well i don't feel like yeah. people are on linkedin on no, the weekends not much okay so it's just mainly on weekdays yeah. all right so for 30 days mm. you got to post every day five days out of seven days and you're mixing up wow Mary, that's awesome that yeah doing that get on board all right let's all there's do a lot that to, there's a lot to post in yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're doing what what client testimonials i posted about the tennis the other day tennis yeah. australian i was just really proud of um ashley barty winning yes. the um yeah. French yeah. Open. so yeah i mixed Champion. up a sport in there yeah um but we'll get on to what so you're a mum you run a business you've got a husband what is your tip to balancing all of this how do you do it Geez, do we really balance it? <laughs> I don't think we do. 
<laughs> do we have to balance it? Why can't it all just be chaotic? Okay. <laughs> love, love it. That. Yeah, love it. Yeah, that's kind of my life is a bit chaotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know what? I don't mind it because I've got a brain that is super busy. Yeah. Like I think I've got a bit of ADD. I'm always thinking about one thing, then the next thing, you know, um, even if I'm sitting doing nothing, I'm still not doing nothing. Yeah. And that's okay. You can see that we've connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel the same. And I really feel that beach walks just helps me just yeah, chill out just chill from out. everything. Yeah, you know, you could chill out. You can you can lie on your bed in your Shavasana yoga pose just for like five minutes. Wait, wait, even. wait, wait, wait. You need to do this Shavasana <laughs> yoga pose oh, right sh- now. Sh- what does it look yeah, like? It's it's the best one because Did you, you just actually just you lie down. Oh, okay. You lie down with your hands up and open and your yes. eyes closed and you just relax. Okay. From your head down to your toes. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's the it. best and easiest okay. one to do. Yeah, it sounds really cool. It's very good. Mm. They do it at the end normally of a yoga session. Oh. You just do what that is it called? The Shavasana. Shavasana. Ah, yeah. Basically just lying down. <laughs> just lying down. <laughs> with your eyes, with closed. Your eyes closed. Right <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And you yeah. just like lie down and relax okay. for a few minutes. Pretty hard move like to, to master whole... their face. <laughs> and I can take small power naps. I can like have a nap for really? like 10 minutes and wake up and be like 100%. Wow. wow. It's really like during good. during the day? Yeah, Do you I can. Like hide in your office nah. and be like, <laughs> no. <laughs> See, if I have no. a nap, I'm out for like two yeah, hours and just, then it's just like, no. what day so is it? So what's the trick of having a power nap then? You tell yourself you're going to have a power nap. Okay. Oh, this is bad. I'm telling people I'm having naps in the day. <laughs> Let's stop talking right. about naps. It's right at the end. So I need to sit up. Like, I'm like, That's right. You said power nap. So if it was a yeah. nana nap, I'd be concerned. But it's yeah. a, no, power, it's a nap. power nap. Yeah. yeah. And so you tell yourself, you suck yourself up. Yeah. For you just it. say you're going okay. to you're going to sleep for ten minutes. Ten and minutes. And you set you set the alarm. Yeah. And then yeah. you quickly fall asleep because you yeah. know you have to wake up in 10 there minutes you, you don't have time to mess around so so like, close your eyes and so go i've heard a lot about these power naps and someone does like an 18 minute alarm because they know they they know it takes them eight minutes to fall asleep 10 yeah. I mean, 10 minutes awake do you set like an 18 minute alarm what do you do or just no, set- well i decide if it's going to be 10 minutes or 20 yeah. minutes it's never longer than that and okay. then i just set an alarm all right there we go we got challenge. it renee's <laughs> daily productivity <laughs> tip <laughs> Let's Under add, your desk let's in add, the office. And then the Shavasana. What is it? Shavasana. Shavasana pose straight after. This is the best 30 days we're going to ever have. But when you wake up, remember you've got a post on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can post about that. Yeah. About doing power naps. Yeah, on all right. Done. Okay. No, don't. <laughs> no, I can't and do that. And what? I'm massive on legacy now. Ah, I'm thinking about my legacy? own legacy and what I'm doing and mindful of every day. Am I sort of contributing to it? So I'm going to ask you the tough question. What legacy are you creating? Mm. <laughs> I like to make people feel good about themselves. Yeah. You know, like make people laugh and just make them see that they're special mm. and that what they do is unique. And I think that is the legacy that I want to leave behind. Oh, I love yeah. that. Well, you're certainly doing that, Renee. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. I just love to hear about you and your story. You're so bubbly and, you know, you just so, you just filled up this room with um, happiness. It was yes. amazing, absolutely amazing. You can oh, see why you. I wanted to get yes, Renee on. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. I know, I know. I just like feel like we're all connected. We're all kind of on the same level of positivity, you know, mm. working hard and um, all of that. So that is so exciting. And any final words? <laughs> just have fun. Love you know? it. Yeah. Just do what you love. Cool. 
Well, thank you so much, Renee, for being on our podcast. And thank you to all of the Facebook Live out there uh, for listening in. We'd love you to make a comment. What was your key takeaway, your aha moment, your words of inspiration from Renee? And we hope you slay it in your life and business, career, family, everything. And don't forget our 30-day challenge of power naps, LinkedIn posts and Shavasha posts. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We are getting awesome feedback from our viewers and listeners, and we want to hear from you. What was your key takeaway, your lessons learned, something you can relate to or your aha moment and share it on our Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit our sisterthatslay.com.au website to see what we've been up to. This podcast has been brought to you by Miriam's business, Fab Tax Accountants. We make your life easier, keep your books clean and accounting and tax can even be fun so you can love your numbers.